liveallittlehigher.com. I hope you had a beautiful, beautiful Pesach in which you were uh, imbued with strength and joy and love for God to come into this world now renewed to fulfill Hashem's purpose, the purpose that you were given. So today we continue learning Hovos HaLevavot. We're in the chapter in the gate of self-accounting. And uh, Rabbi Pakuda teaches us, us today that a person should make a personal accounting of how his knowledge exceeds his deeds, his understanding exceeds his efforts in God's service, and his potential exceeds his performance of duties owed to, to the Creator, for he favors to him. So what he's saying is, like, a person should sit down and think, okay, my knowledge, am I living up to what I know about God? Am I a person that lives up to his knowledge? Do I live up to my understanding of that knowledge? And do I live up to the potential that I have? Or am I just wasting time and I'm not uh, uh, gaining or acquiring the things that are meant to acquire at this moment, spiritual growth uh, with, with all this knowledge? So let him draw the following analogy, says pa Rabbi Pakula. He says, suppose that a master gave his servant land to sow, he gave him land to sow, he gave him seeds, he gave him a certain amount. And at the end, the man that was sowing the land and was planting the seeds, he decided that he was not going to use everything the man gave him. He kept some for himself and he planted not the, not the potential of that field. And he took some of those seeds and he used them on his own land. So at the end, the master comes and looks at the land and he says, like, this doesn't look like... This doesn't look like all the seeds I gave him. Like, it, it doesn't seem like he used everything I gave him. Like, what's going on? So he sits down with him and he says, give me an accounting. Show me where's all the, all the seeds I gave you. Where did you plant them? Why, wh where are they? And so the, the man, actually, at the end, he's, he tells him the truth. And the man demands compensation for the unused seeds, charging the servant for all that the land would have yielded not only for what he didn't plant but for everything that it, it was supposed to yield so Rabbi Pakula in his language he says you too brother should make a reckoning with yourself of how God has granted you knowledge of him and of his Torah and giving you the power and ability to meet your obligations to him and then reckon what you have actually put into practice and produced when Hashem brings a soul to this world, when He brings a soul down and He embodies Him in a body, it's an investment. Hashem is investing in you. Like, it's a, like when you put money in the market, in Bitcoin, in all these things that people make invest, in, they invest on, you're expecting to get back double of what you invested, right? At least. So Hashem at the end is the same thing. He, he invests in a, in a soul. He brings a soul down. He invests in that soul. He, he believes in that soul. He believes in that person. He puts him in a body. He gives him a certain amount of life, whatever life that person has to go through. But that life is part of the tools that Hashem gives that person in order to be able to produce 
to produce what he has to produce. Today I was teaching someone and, and this person is telling me about a certain deficiency that she feels in her character. And I tell her, you know what, that deficiency that you're talking about in reality is your strength. As uh, Hashem creates every human being, he, everything you are, all your, your personality, your character traits, what's good, what's not so good, everything is already, it's, it's like a hard disk that is put inside of you. Hashem created you in that exact way because he brought you to this world to, to fulfill a certain mission, a certain purpose, and this is exactly what you need to be in order to be able to fulfill that purpose. It be with uh, experiences that you have lived or personality traits, everything is a toolbox. So I told her, like, you're not, you're, your job is not go, to go and try to get rid of this, uh, this character trait that you have. Your goal is to take this character trait and really use it to fulfill Hashem's desires, to use it for Hashem. He needs you. He needs you to do certain things, and if you don't have that ability or that quality or that deficiency that she's calling, which if it's used in the right way, it's an ability, then you won't be able to fulfill what you need to fulfill. So. So, she, so she, she was very taken aback. She couldn't believe that you could see your, your deficiency as your strength. So he says, you should therefore strive with all your might and exert yourself to the utmost to pay this debt and to make your actions correspond with your wisdom and your endeavor equal you understanding, save you all your energies to act according to your wisdom, to not waste them on worldly superfluities, lest you then be too wary to meet your religious duties. For the Almighty, may he be exalted, gives a person strength in direct proportion to his religious and worldly we need. So the more you put of yourself, the more strength Hashem is going to give you. The strength is given to you by God. If a person labors and labors and labors, Hashem is going to give him what he needs to be able to acquire what he needs to acquire. So he who expands any of his strength on superfluous luxuries will la later lack the strength necessary for the essentials. So do not delude yourself with ex excuses, even perhaps do not say, like so many people say, oh, when I have uh, $1 million in, in my bank account, then I can start keeping Shabbat. But before that, I cannot keep Shabbat. I need to work. I need to make a living. Or, or when a person says, oh, when I live in a place where there is kosher food, then I'll start keeping kosher. This is what he's saying. This is not the right attitude for a person to, to have. The right attitude is, okay, if, if I can't have meat in this place because there's no kosher meat, then I'll have fish and I'll be vegetarian. I'll eat vegetables. There's so many other things that I can eat. Like I remember the, the Chabad rabbis, when they came to Colombia, there was nothing, nothing, nothing. They used to go and milk their own cows. They used to make their own cheese. They used to go and fish their own fish. They used to do everything. They, it, it didn't make them not kosher. It didn't say, okay, because we're in such a place, we have to lower our standards. On the contrary. And the, and the efforts that they put into this, into this labor brought many fruits and eventually Hashem gave the strength to create a whole different um, environment. So, so the Rabbi Pakuda says, 
may he, in, 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 that for these are words of self-deception, he who deludes himself with them will err, and whoever relies on them will fall. This is the greatest error of the advocates of pledging talking whom I mentioned in the gate of trust. So as, as uh, the wisest man, King Solomon, Shlomo Hamelech said, a thief is not despised if he steals to fill himself when he's hungry. When you see in the marketplace a very poor person who steals an apple and he eats it, you're not gonna despise him. You're gonna, you're gonna say, okay, he's hungry, he's hungry. But nevertheless, when he's caught, he pays plenty. This is in Michelet. So a thief, even if he has a reason to steal, it's a sin. You cannot steal. It's one of the Ten Commandments. No, you shall not steal. So he's gonna be punished for paying for doing that. There's other ways. There's other ways to get food. You don't need to steal. You can go up to the guy in the marketplace and say, look, I'm dying of hunger. Can you give me an apple? You don't need to steal. So therefore, take advantage of your time while you still have the opportunity to meet your obligations to the Creator each day. Do not, do not put off till tomorrow the work you must do today. Like the Pirkeabot says, don't do for tomorrow. Don't do tomorrow. Don't do tomorrow what you can do today. You do today what you need to do today. So therefore the world is like a fair where people assemble for a time and then separate. You know, a fair, people put it, the, 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 the wagon up and then they put it back, they put it back, uh, they, they take it away and so on every day. They're putting out and in and out and in. So whoever does business and makes a profit rejoices, but one who loses has regret. Loses has regret. Does the wise one said, Rabbi um, King Shlomo, he says, remember your creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come. You know, yes, remember Hashem. Remember that He's always there. He's looking at you. He's listening to you. He's always there. If you're going to do something that you're, you're, you're wondering if it's the right thing to do or not, talk to Him. Go to Him. Look up. Say, Hashem, I have the urge to do this. What do you think? If this is right, this is not right, what do you think? You know what? You'll have the answer. It's in you. It's inside of you. You already know. So don't delude yourself. This is what Rabbi Pakuda is teaching us today. So I want to wish you a blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.